podcasts. Welcome to our Anchor podcast, anchor.fm. No worries. It's also available on YouTube at Gabsmack, Sarah Ballerina. Good to see you. And it is also available on Stitcher, on iTunes, and lots of different places. You can go find the Gabsmacked podcast. Hey, hey, Coco Moco. Hey, hey, Sarah. Tune in to Sarah Ballerina. Ladies and gentlemen, Captain Deltron's here, our beloved patron. Hello, YouTubers. It's a pleasure to see you now that we're running everything simultaneously. And I have to thank, as always, our good friend on Twitter at an artist, Brett. Harris, you can follow Brett Harris if you like. It's someone that m many of you, including myself, may not necessarily align with politically, but I do admire, of course, as always, certain traits in people. With Brett, I think he has an, an excellent skill to uh, to challenge and to be confident in uh, responding to people that he doesn't agree with and has the logic to back it up. And I respect that, and it makes these uh, scopes much better. Uh, how else uh, would you want life to be? So I wanted to talk specifically about groups. And if you go to my Twitter feed, you'll see this latest correspondence with, with, uh, with Brett. And groups are an interesting phenomenon. Hello, Sprinkles and Booze. Beloved people, tune into Sprinkles and Booze. She is freaking gorgeous and hilarious and witty. And is in an awesome relationship with a really funny Aussie guy. So gobble, gobble to everyone. Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to all human beings, all Americans. Oh, I'm sweet. Well, it depends on what I'm saying <laughs> as to whether I'm sweet or not. Excuse me while I drink my protein shake. You better believe we're going to meet. That's, that's absolutely going to happen. Mm. Protein shake for breakfast. Fantastic. <laughs> so... Aussies don't celebrate Thanksgiving, Sarah Ballerina says. It's funny because I have seen some Aussies celebrate Thanksgiving. In fact, there was a scoper in Melbourne who actually scoped whilst celebrating Thanksgiving with his American counterparts. But it is an interesting thing about saying Aussies because that's a very good example of a group. Some, but most don't. There you go. And this is one of the issues with groups. So groups are a way of transmission of information in a more simplistic method by finding common variables amongst <laughs> amongst the individuals that make up that specific group, whether it's atoms that make up the group, uh, wh whether it's uh, tissue boxes, whether it's a group of animals, etc. And what we have throughout that group is, is a distribution. A distribution is that, of course, the, the variables that have all of those people overlapping in that group and not the only variables that make up that individual. So if you are an American, what does that mean? Well, you, American citizenship might be one, uh, that you live in America may or may not be one, paying taxes. But because of the distribution issue, there are other variables that they're not going to have in common. So some might be very tall, some might be very short, some are mathematicians, some are musicians. And that's what I mean by a distribution. You have a distribution of Americans. And, and of course, you can take those Americans, take rearrange the variable and say musicians. And then you could take musicians around the world and then some will be American and some will not be. So it, you orientate and align um, a group via certain variables. But of course, that means that you're ignoring other variables. And this is a very interesting tool 
It's a tool because it allows you to simplify language. We don't have to say 350 million people that live in this part of the globe uh, with this citizenship. We can just say Americans. And that makes us makes language very powerful to convey information. It has a downside. The downside is, of course, that it is less accurate. So there is a loss of information as well. And that can cause a problem. And uh, Liran, our beloved Liran is here. Yeah. So as Sarah beautifully actually articulated, saying Aussies don't celebrate Thanksgiving, it's, it's right and it's not right. It's, it's right in the sense that from a group perspective, in general, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, clearly because Thanksgiving is an American tradition. But there's an interesting thing about group bleeding. We have group bleeding because of the fact that we have Periscope and other ways that we're transcending borders virtually. And so it allows this, this transmission of festivities, rites of passage, rituals, which of course in the past is how uh, religions grew, aka metastasized into what they were. Now, one example that's not political, and I'm going to get to a political one in a second, but I'm looking at it more from a scientific perspective. From the from the political perspective, from the non-political perspective, you have something like heat. So this coffee is hot. Now, what does that mean? Well, it, heat is an illusion on a macro level. Heat as actually defining a group of particles that are vibrating with kinetic energy. So the particles that make up the coffee are vibrating with a certain kinetic energy. That vibration bleeds into the coffee cup. And so the coffee cup also gets warm, but the coffee cup has a sort of a resistance to bleeding, to the bleeding effect. And so it won't get as warm as the coffee itself. And of course, as the coffee as the vibrations from the particles spread out, there are more particles around that because of the surface area increase because of the fact that the coffee cup is wrapping around the coffee. So it has a larger surface area. And so the heat distributes in a, a distribution, which means that the further out it goes, the less heat effect you have. And it means that the vibration has a lower and lower effect as uh, you move further and further away from the original source of the of the vibration. And you see that with guitar strings, you string a guitar and the volume doesn't sound as high as you move further away. And that's because the vibration of the strings translates to vibration of the air. But of course, there's more air between you and the string the further away you move. So the vibration has to keep moving apart, apart and through entropy, uh, which is the decay of order into disorder, we lose a lot of that effect. And so where does the guitar sound begin and where does it end? It's a very hard thing to do. And that's why groups have something called distribution. And we explain it via statistical mechanics and something called probability. And the probability is the probability of every individual within that group moving in a certain way that would allow it to be constituted, to, to form uh, the constitution of that group. So, you know, I am Australian. Okay, so what factors make me Australian and... How many of those factors do I have to have and how many factors do I have that are not shared by other Australians to what degree? Now, do most Australians maybe have white skin and blonde hair? Well, I have tan skinned and black hair. So I, I have I don't have that part in common, maybe with most. But that's we've decided that that's not really the important thing. But at the same time, that's what we mean by distribution. So does this have a problem? There is a problem with it. You're an Australian of color. So 
what what I would do is I you know what I have done many times and most of you guys know is I transcend that I just say I'm Aussie and I don't even bring up color or not color I don't I don't really give a damn right so it's just I'm Aussie that's that's how it works now there is a problem with that the problem with groups is that it's not just defined by members of the group it's defined by those outside the group as well we have a problem this is a massive problem a massive problem because this is where language can can make a huge issue when it comes to defining what a group is so you can get a number of examples. You'll get someone that will come on this scope and say, I support Israel. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Good on you. More power to you. you. You have the right to support whatever you want. And that's great. I support people's right to be alive and to be safe and be protected. And that includes everybody, Jewish, non-Jewish, and everyone else. Does that mean you support some renegade soldier in Israel who goes and rapes or kills a Palestinian um, innocent civilian? Now, there's two possible answers here, right? If you're thinking at the group level, one is to say, I hate Israel because of, of what they did. The other option is to say, that's not what a true Israeli would do. So I don't count that person as Israeli. Now, which one is it? Which one is it is the question. Which one is it? Well, it really depends on your position, doesn't it? It really depends on your observation. It really depends on how far away you are from the situation, how close you are to the situation, depending on which group you're in making that call and how much knowledge you may have of the region and how much you don't. So I'm not going to actually get into the details of that one, for example. But the reason I bring this up is because Brett Harris from our Periscope said something very interesting. Our generalizations, you can call it that, yeah. Groups have to do with a probability. So what is the probability that you're going to have something? But you have to add to that game theory. Now, game theory, and I'm going to get to the MAGA thing in a sec, game theory predicts, or it's not even predicts, it actually analyzes this and uses this to predict, or to presuppose, that the larger the group, the more chance you have of a defector. And a defector is someone that will go against the group's interest for its own benefit because the consequences have been reduced. And the consequences are reduced because the group is so large that it is inefficient to actually apply a consequence to someone who defects. And so the price that they pay and the chance of them getting caught is so low for them that they decide to actually go ahead with that. And so if you have 100,000 Israeli soldiers and Israeli soldiers must treat people humanely, the chance that one of them is going to go against that is actually quite high. Now, what will happen, of course, is someone will then use that to define the group and say Israel committed this atrocity. Now, the question is, did Israel commit this atrocity or did it not? Well, the answer is that actually it's both. It's both. A consequence of having a group such as Israel and every other group, okay, is that it's going to transgress what many people within the group and those outside of the group um, wish was, it's going to transgress what, what those people define as the group. Okay. It's going to, it's going to actually do something wrong. So when I... You know, this is why I don't like to be necessarily proud of Lebanese, whatever that is. I'm, I'm proud of it in one sense in that some people think that it means that we're bearded or Arabic or uh, suicide bombers or whatever. And, and I'd like to fight against that. And that's because the group has been externally defined for some, for some other reasons. But in terms of me saying I'm awesome because I'm Lebanese makes no sense. Because if I'm going to say that, I have to also be prepared to suffer the consequences of uh, gang members and drug dealers who are also Lebanese, right? So this is a, a problem, okay? Now, when it comes to MAGA now, I'm, I'm going to talk about this MAGA issue. Now, Brett Harris on Twitter said, 
that MAGA is Trump and Trump is MAGA. And you can go look at the tweets because I don't want to misquote him. And I really love the fact that he comes on my tweets. I really appreciate it because he knows that I'm far left politically. Um, but uh, he's also comfortable enough to come on and, and say what he thinks and says it in a beautiful manner. And I really respect that. So um, I have a lot of respect for conservatives who can who can come on and, 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 and do that. So I thank you very much for that. So... Uh, I, I'm going to say that that was defined by Brett in that case. Yeah. And I'm going to say that, do I think MAGA is Trump and Trump is MAGA? I would say no, but I would say yes. I would say it's a probability. In other words, there's a percentage of that, comp of that statement that's true and a percentage that's not. Now, why is it not true completely? Well, I can, I can tell you via something called a proof by contradiction. A proof by contradiction is where if you assume something that is true, you then find evidence that contradicts that, and so you know it can't be true. So let's remember when Trump bombed Syria. Now, if anyone remembers the huge MAGA leaders around social media, such as Molyneux, such as, uh, well, I shouldn't say MAGA leaders. I would say those who, say, have a lot of MAGA following get frustrated with Trump. There you go. So MAGA is MAGA chief Mofo saying the same thing. When he bombed Syria, Cernovich, Molyneux, um, uh, who's that Paul Joseph Watson, that guy that looks like a younger version of me in the UK. Uh, th th these, um, these people were all against Trump for doing that, and yet they all remain identifying as MAGA. So here you have a proof by contradiction, which is that are they all MAGA? And if they are, and they are against Trump in that particular case, then how can MAGA be Trump? And so you've now contradicted yourself, not Brett, like that definition has contradicted itself. And so Trump is not MAGA, MAGA is not Trump. But having said that, MAGA people still voted for Trump. But that's not a contradiction. It's a contradiction to the assumption that MAGA is Trump. Yeah, that's, yeah, Trump's campaign was different to, yeah, so. So it's a contradiction. I, I submit that it's a contradiction in that particular sense to say that MAGA is Trump. You can't say MAGA is Trump and then go against Trump when Trump did something that MAGA people don't like. Yeah. So you can't say MAGA is Trump. Now, it doesn't prove that MAGA is not Trump. Be careful. It does not prove that MAGA is not Trump. So that's not my argument. I can't prove that I can't prove a negative. What I can say is that I, I cannot say that MAGA is Trump because as we've seen, there's an example there, and that's just one example where MAGA and Trump did not completely align. Now, why is this important? It's important because the, the MAGA bomber and the MAGA mass murderer of the 11 people of Jewish, uh, of the Jewish faith in the US a few weeks ago, both identified as hardcore MAGA supporters. And I believe one of them, actually the mass shooter, uh, you would need to wait for his reign to end. Well, uh, actually, let me, let me pause YouTube for a sec. Let me hold the runs comment so I can answer that one. Uh, where were we for a sec? Yes, this person openly, openly was self-identified as MAGA. But most MAGA people don't accept that that person was legitimately MAGA. All right, so let me just bring YouTube back again. So most people don't accept, most MAGA people don't accept that this person was MAGA. And this person who murdered those people actually believed himself to be MAGA and believed that Trump was moving off course. Now, the funny thing is that some many people in MAGA did believe that in many times Trump moved off course. So they do have that in common. The question is, are those variables that they have in common, in other words, openly self-identifying as MAGA, 
are they variables that are part of the definition of the MAGA group? Now, those who are part of MAGA say no, because the consequence of having that person as part of their group is very adverse to their group cause for them. However, those of us who define MAGA by looking at it from the outside don't differentiate. And so they say the consequence of that group forming is that you will have someone defecting to look after their own interests. In fact, that's exactly what you would expect. You would absolutely expect that. And we saw that with Black Lives Matter. We saw a beautiful movement on its fringes turn into a violent movement. And those fringes get filmed on right wing media and made to look like that is the majority. And so then people's response to that group from the outside is that that group is bad. And ironically, that is doing the same thing. People on the outside, ironically, those many people who identify as MAGA on the outside saw Black Lives Matter as a movement that was dangerous. And, I, and I'm not judging them or anything like that. I'm saying it's the same type of principle as opposed to realizing that it's a consequence of a group that you will have a distribution. And on the tail end of the distributions, you're going to have people that really, really, really are not wanted by the majority of that group, but they will ride the tails of that group. It's quite, it's quite normal for this to happen. There is no way you can have a group without that unless you truncate it. Now, if you truncate it, the issue is that not everyone's going to agree on the definition. And so we have a problem of a definition of terms when it comes to groups. Okay. Um, and a lot of it's arbitrary. So at what point is this coffee no longer hot? Okay. Now I'm using degrees Celsius. Is it at 90 degrees? Is it at 89? Is it at 88? Is it at 60 degrees? Is it at 55 degrees? Now, how about the distribution within the cup? If I was to get a measurement of this coffee cup, this middle of the cup right on the inside would probably be warmer than the coffee on the edges. But the coffee on the edges would still be hot. But then when does the whole coffee not no longer be hot? Because the outside is now cooled down to below 50 degrees but the inside is still at 60 degrees. So the inside's hot, but the outside's not. Which one is it? It becomes very difficult. It's, it's actually a bit blurry. And it's blurry because that's what a group is. A group is a tool that at a low resolution works, but at a high resolution does not work because it's comprised of individuals that have more than those variables that we use to define that group. It's a problem. So to answer Liran, Liran says, to know if MAGA is Trump or not, you would need to wait for his reign to end. <laughs> I love how you put his reign. That's funny. So I would, I would, I would concur with that to a, to a low level. I would say that let's assume that Trump's reign ended and MAGA completely disappeared. You might say that therefore MAGA was Trump. Well, actually, you could apply a different narrative to that. You could say MAGA still existed, but it was fueled by Trump and it's requiring another leader in order to, to uh, allow the group to align itself and coalesce into a visible group once again, which, which happened with Reagan, happened with Trump, and it might happen again in 20 years with the next anomaly that shows up, another Reagan Democrat style leader. Um, however, what I can say is that if someone says MAGA is Trump, MAGA is Trump, Right. I'm going to define that as saying that they are indistinguishable. They're the same thing. And I can already say that that's contradicted. It even was contradicted on this scope today by MAGA Shimofo, who openly identifies as MAGA and says Trump does not always align with what they believe MAGA is. And I would say that hundreds of thousands of MAGA supporters actually say that. I mean, you can see that from comments on YouTube and uh, when, when you watch MAGA related um, type of shows. I'm going to stop YouTube now. I'm going to say goodbye to our YouTube people. It's a pleasure to see you. 
uh, as always. And remember statistical mechanics and probability. I've done a scope on that previously, but for any scientists out there, go look at statistical mechanics. And it actually, quantum mechanics, which is what I, um, I specialize in uh, at university, operates at this level. Uh, for different reasons, but it's the same type of thing. You don't know where an individual particle is going to end up, but you know the likelihood of certain particles and certain groups, etc. So you can predict the likelihood of certain things being in a certain place. And until next time, YouTube people take life one smack at a time. Boom! All right, so that's YouTube finished. Let us now uh, stop our anchor podcast and we'll make our second episode on our podcast, which will be answering the questions on Periscope and then I have to leave. Here's our next one. All right, this is our part two of our recording. We're gonna spend the next five to 10 minutes answering as many questions as I can because I'm gonna to have to go very, very soon. All righty, so synagogue shooter did not hold pro-Trump views. No, he held, he held pro-MAGA views, not pro-Trump views. Um, but the, the issue is that Trump supporters are understandably negating this person as a member of that group. The problem is that groups are not always defined internally. Sometimes they're defined externally. And in fact, a very good example is when many, many MAGA people say the left, the left. The funny thing is that what one is doing when they're saying the left is they're openly defining a group externally. Now, they'll say to me, you seem too reasonable to be on the left. Well, once again, I say, well, actually, no, that's actually exactly what most people on the left are like. You only have to watch Steven Pinker's recent podcast um, on uh, Pagburn philosophy, I think. And uh, he's openly, openly very left wing. And he was quite brilliant, quite reasonable. And I think a lot of MAGA people would have loved listening to him. Um, All righty. So how do we get back to loving one another again? We need something called a super narrative, a super narrative or a hyper narrative. Um. A hyper-narrative is something that is at a higher level that we can all agree on. So are we humans? Yes. Do we want uh, to look at making a better earth for all of us? Yes. So these are the type of things we want to look at. Do we have differences? Yes. Do we want to respect and acknowledge our differences and celebrate our differences and find a common humanity? Yes. So this is where we would begin. Okay, let's look at the next one. Do you have a solution? The solution number one is to recognize how groups work and then override that so that we don't resort to judging a group by its extremes. I will not judge MAGA by the MAGA shooter. And so in turn, I hope that MAGA people don't judge the left by the amount of, you know, 1000 ridiculous radical psycho left-wing maniacs that get put onto right-wing social media and onto Fox News. Uh, Okay, so every individual has a different perspective what MAGA means, specifically generational, absolutely and make a better way to do it where it simply makes no difference. <laughs> Mark Rock, you're right, 22 Celsius. Uh, don't get lost in the detail, solve a problem. It's hard to solve a problem. Some people here will want the problem solved. And first of all, we have to recognize the problem as a group, and we have to agree on what the problem is in order to move towards a solution. Uh, the issue is that some people, once again, will realize the problem before other people. And that's the distribution of problem recognition, because we are at the moment in a group trying to recognize what this problem is. So someone like Bulldog might get that before other people. So so Love Moko gets it too, because she's writing a book about this. Chewy Chewbacca will get it because he's been watching my scopes for years and watches my Gadversity sp- scopes where we talk about this in mathematical terms. So guys like you people, like ladies and gentlemen like you guys, will get it before other people. Um, If so, 
then go to Gabversity. Uh, Gabversity, I haven't been there for a while, but we talk about specific solutions in mathematical terms, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's 10 years ahead, basically, of where the rest of humanity is. And that's because, that's not because the rest of humanity is behind in any intellectual sense. It's because they haven't had a chance. Educational systems up to shit. Um, people are busy with their lives, etc. Um, good analogy, cool. <laughs> Maga. Uh, prediction is about creating a positive outcome for a period of time to your advantage. Well, that's one version of prediction. All goes back to the mean. Um, that's how we find a solution. Bye, YouTube. What's the point? Uh, see you later. All right, Brock, good to see you. You refer to Trump as an anomaly. Yes, I do refer to Trump as an anomaly. Same as Reagan. You need someone who is a, who has a left-wing temperament um, in combination with, uh, with right-wing temperaments. And um, Ronald Reagan had it, Hitler had it, and Donald Trump had it. Now, when I say Hitler had it, I am not saying Trump is Hitler. I am not saying Trump is Hitler. Trump has nothing to do with Hitler. Hitler has nothing to do with Trump, except for a unique gift in having a contradictory set of temperaments. And temperaments are very important in the psychological perspective. I recommend you look up temperaments, Jordan Peterson. For those of you who are right-leaning, he, he's sort of the, the, the everyday person smart man. He speaks in a way that's very easy to understand for most people, which, which I think is great. Uh, he doesn't use too many scientific terms. For those of you who have a scientific background, I recommend look, listening to Robert Cialdini. Robert Cialdini is probably the source of where Jordan Peterson gets a lot of his stuff, um, either directly or indirectly. And he operates at a much more scientific level, so, so you'll, you'll get it. Boom. Just studying minutia. Uh, no solutions, no. So Bulldog solution, you're probably an engineering type of mindset. You're looking more for the solution. Um, the, the problem, the problem with looking for a solution, I was going to say this to Bulldog, you and I and a few other people could sit here together and come up with a solution. Um, the issue is then how do we distribute that solution amongst everybody else? And that's difficult. That's very difficult because you can't do it. You can either do it by force or by manipulation or by explaining it to the populace to wake them up. And I'm taking the third option, which is more explaining to the rest of the population. So people like Bulldog and Love Moko and Chewy Chewbacca, um, this type of scopes will be boring for you in a sense because you already know what i'm saying and a lot of people here do but most people might not have heard it described in this way um and so yeah mega fades or mutates radically after trump and it isn't trump based uh that would be you 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 could say that trump was a catalyst you couldn't you couldn't prove that it wasn't Trump-based. You could say that it wasn't strong enough to run without a leader as anomalously persuasive as Trump. The group is based on pre-president beliefs. Interesting, interesting. What do you think of those who always say the left is weak? Uh, I would say that in some cases the left can appear weak, uh, but once again, the, word, the term the left is not very well defined. Um, I would say the left is extremely strong as well. Like if you have water pounding against a rock, then a rock over time will disappear. And that's, that's a common phrase. I, I believe it's an Asian, um, very ancient, wise Asian uh, phrase. Uh, and, and the left is, is more like that, in, in, especially in its, in its majority form, like us speaking in this way. Um, what is my educational and experiential background, please? Oh, okay. So I am an autistic savant. I have a 
a diploma in a certificate a diploma in sports science a certificate in mortgage broking an advanced diploma in business a distinction degree in mathematics i have just submitted my honors thesis in theoretical physics i am um, a teacher i uh, of italian french and arabic i study aramaic um, i'm also an advisor for the autistic society of the university of new south wales um, what else would you like to know? Uh, I teach statistical mechanics. Um, I uh, have be, was diagnosed with autistic savant syndrome, uh, which is an extremely rare disorder, which is not a disease. It's a disorder. It means it's not the majority. Back in 2014 in January, when I was aged 32 and 11 months, uh, I am also a pianist. I am a classical trained pianist. I scored the highest mark possible, a perfect score at the Conservatory of Music at age 10 by memory, uh, playing cl four classical pieces by memory. Of course, I can't read music because I memorized everything. Um, what else would you like to know about my experiences? Uh, collectively solve the problem, yes, that's what democracy uh, uh, means. Too many pro-Israel leaders in MAGA. How about Churchill? Churchill, Churchill, that's an interesting story. I would, I would, Robert Cialdini, C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. -I. Count Gabula, I received an email from Chewy Chewbacca and I read it and I replied to you. You can email me guys at realspeakinghuman at gmail.com. And I, and I have, to, I completely forgot I had that email address because Boss Briggs is the one who does all of the newsletters. Uh, and I have to say, Chewy Chewbacca, big shout out to you. I love you, man. That was one of the best emails ever. And I have to say, everyone who sent me emails of support and love, I just love that stuff. I really, really thank you. Really thank you for that. I'm going to say bye to our people here on our um, podcast. So anchor.fm forward slash Gapsmacked. It's also going to be on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Tumblr, on everything else you can. I don't know if Tumblr is one of them, but it's everywhere on my Twitter feed. You can go find it, search Gabsmack for the podcast. All right, and don't forget to take life one smack at a time, podcasters. <laughs>